Welcome to Inside Pediatrics, a podcast brought to you by Children's Hospital of Alabama in Birmingham. I'm Conan Gasquee. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine is now approved for use in children ages 5 to 11, and many parents have questions about getting their child vaccinated. Recently, I spoke via Zoom with two pediatricians at Pediatrics East, a primary care practice in Trustville, Alabama. Dr. Gigi Youngblood and Dr. Paley Song answered some of the most common questions they're hearing. Here's my interview with Dr. Youngblood and Dr. Song. Dr. Youngblood, we'll start with you. Uh, Why do we need to vaccinate younger kids? Why is it so important to make sure that we vaccinate kids in this age range? There's so many important reasons to vaccinate this age group. First and foremost being vaccines are how we end this pandemic. They're crucially important um, for everybody affected by the pandemic. Um, We are losing kids. We've lost over 600 kids. And there's a significant portion of that, those pediatric deaths from COVID that were in this 5 to 11 age group. We are also seeing, um, you know, longer term issues um, in this age group, including things like MISC, which is um, a really potentially dangerous um, inflammatory condition that happens after COVID and often in, um, includes that inflammation of the heart muscle called myocarditis. So we are seeing those things from COVID and these kids deserve protection just as much as everyone else. I know that's one of the questions uh, that y'all have been hearing, certainly been hearing a lot of questions from parents uh, so far, including perhaps how this vaccine is different from the vaccine that may be offered for people 12 and older. Dr. Song, what can you tell us about how this vaccine differs from that vaccine? So it is a, it's a different dose. It's a big thing. It's a smaller dose. It's about a third of the dose of the adult vaccine, the adult vaccine. Uh, and, and I would say adults also for the 12 and above to um, is a 30 microgram dose, whereas this one is a smaller dose. It's a 10 microgram dose. Um, and it has been shown to be just as effective in terms of antibody titers effectiveness as well too. When they looked at the studies on, on the kids that they, they did the studies on the, uh, antibody levels were about the same for, um, for the kids five to 11 years old with this 10 microgram dose as they were with the teenagers at the 30 microgram dose. So they felt that this dose should be uh, just as effective as, uh, at, at preventing uh, coronavirus. And, and the studies show that it, it is a very effective vaccine for, for kids five to 11. So, and hearing information like that should certainly be encouraging for parents uh, who are considering whether or not to get their children vaccinated. Uh, Another question that frequently comes up is side effects uh, of the vaccine. Dr. Youngblood, what do we know about potential side effects? Typically, this uh, vaccine is very well tolerated. Um, You can see small uh, kids in the studies got fever, Um, bigger portion had a little headache, little fatigue, uh, pain at the site of injection. Um, you can get redness and swelling at the site of injection. Um, so it's very similar to what we're seeing in adults and probably even better tolerated in this age group from the numbers we've received so far. Um, the biggest thing that I think parents are concerned about is myocarditis. That's the thing that keeps making the news. Um, the only vaccine that's going to be available for this age group is the Pfizer vaccine. But there's not really been an increased risk of clotting associated with that. But the biggest thing to take home um, about really any age group in COVID vaccination if we, is that we have to remember that the big scary things that um, are being you know, listed as potential side effects with the vaccines 
um, including clotting risks and um, myocarditis, which again is inflammation of the heart muscle. We see those at significantly higher rates associated with COVID infection than with the vaccine. So, you know, when you're trying to make this decision about side effects, sure factor in that, you know, your kid may feel a little under the weather for a day or two after the vaccine, but in terms of the scary things, you are absolutely at a significantly lower risk of those big scary things if you take the vaccine versus if you take your chances with COVID. And the way this virus keeps surging, you are picking a path. You're either gonna get the vaccine or your child's going to get COVID at some point in time, unless you live in a bubble, which we know is not good for kids. And then I'd like to add a little bit. Certainly be here. Go, go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. With the lower dose they, uh, of the vaccine, we, they did actually see lower side effects to it. Uh, about half uh, uh, as many kids were getting side effects to the vaccine. The biggest one was pain uh, in the injection site, but the fevers, uh, the fatigue, the headaches that, that you could see were also about half as less uh, of kids were getting it with the lower vaccine. So it's a little bit better tolerated too, based on the, the smaller dose or most likely based on the smaller dose. So um, you, you, um, there's a little bit uh, less uh, uh, affecting the kids less in terms of side effects. So, and most of the side effects just lasted like, like the adults and the teenagers just one to two days and then they're back to normal too. Very good information uh, for parents to have uh, as they make their decisions going forward about vaccinating their kids. And of course, uh, speaking of going forward, the holidays are coming up. Uh, Dr. Song, we'll stick with you. Uh, how important is it for parents to make sure that they get their kids vaccinated before the holidays? So, uh, you know, like like we were saying that that we are seeing COVID cases in kids as the winter months come on, we're anticipating that there could be another uh, surge of, of, of coronavirus coming through. As um, So, and when you've got holiday gatherings, uh, we saw it last year when we had holiday gatherings, uh, that's when we started seeing peaks of it. So kids can spread uh, COVID. Uh, and, and so it's important to get them vaccinated so they don't spread COVID. They don't spread it to people that have weak immune system. They don't spread it to elderly people or people that have not been vaccinated. Um, but uh, so it is important that you get it done before uh, the holidays. Vaccination is, of course, a very important way of protecting your child against uh, COVID-19. But as you're going through the process of getting vaccinated, Dr. Youngblood, uh, you also need to take other measures, uh, at least for sure, up until a certain point, right? Absolutely. So you don't, it's, I wish you got magical protection as soon as that vaccine went to your arm with the first dose. But we know that uh, while kids certainly can get a big boost from the first dose, um, and the minute you do get it, you start making uh, that immune system response that's going to protect you. You're not going to reach that full effectiveness until somewhere between one to two weeks after your second dose. So this is why it's so important that we get this in as soon as possible before the holidays, and that until your kids have reached that maximum effectiveness, um, that they continue to um, use a mask in social settings, wash their hands. Honestly, I, I hope that we've all kind of developed that habit as a result of this pandemic, and the frequent hand washing will stay with us. And, um, you know, if you're not feeling well, or your child's not feeling well, or family member isn't feeling well, give full disclosure to those you love and, and stay away until we know more about what's going on with your child or with that loved one. So the approval has now been made and the next step is going to be for people to uh, try to get vaccinated. I know one of the most common questions y'all have been getting is 
where can people go for vaccinations? I know that Children's of Alabama and UAB will uh, be offering them and more details will be forthcoming about that and how you can uh, get the vaccination uh, at both, both places uh, in the near future. Uh, Dr. Song, I, I guess for the time being, the best thing for people to do is just reach out to their pediatrician uh, really for any questions that they might have regarding vaccinations. Of course, we're always the the ones you trust and we take care of your kids. We, we see them grow up. We, we uh, offer other vaccinations as well too. And uh, we've all been very versed of what's going on uh, through the whole pandemic. Um, and it's always good to ask your pediatricians. We do know um, some, a lot of the nationwide pharmacies, Walgreens, CVS, uh, Publix um, will be giving out the vaccines too. So, but a lot of uh, local pediatricians will be getting vaccines and will be giving it to their patients as well, too. So you can uh, call your pediatricians up and, and see if, uh, if they're offering it or or uh, like I said, if you if you're wanting to go get it now, you know, just uh, call your local pharmacy and see if they've uh, gotten it as well. Once again, Dr. Paley Song and Dr. Gigi Youngblood from Pediatrics East in Trustville, Alabama. Thanks so much for all your advice as we uh, continue to make our way through this process. And once again, stay tuned to childrensal.org for the latest details on COVID-19. Thanks for listening to Inside Pediatrics. More podcasts like this one can be found at childrensal.org forward slash inside pediatrics.